0: Dr. Greg,
1: from time to time, we stop down and just kind of review a little bit what's been going on and what's coming up in the future for your work, Work of Reasonable Faith. Think we could probably start with november
0: okay. yes this year we met in san diego for the annual conventions of the evangelical theological and philosophical societies and those were then followed by the american academy of religion and society of biblical literature meetings at the same time we had a board retreat of our reasonable faith board of directors and we also participated in the annual eps apologetics conference which was held in a local church in San Diego. So it was a very full week, very rich week, great for networking with other scholars. Uh, that The kind of personal conversation that goes on is just as valuable as the papers that you hear. I was on a panel discussion at the EPS on um, the theological acceptability uh, of theistic evolution, which featured a paper by Michael Murray and John Churchill in defense of that notion and had a, a good discussion that is, I believe, up on, the, on YouTube now if people want to watch it.
1: Bill, you mentioned the board. Boy, it's important for an organization like Reasonable Faith to have a, a board like this of competent individuals, the accountability for
0: the direction Yes, very much so. The, we have a really active and extraordinarily talented board of directors. For example, one of them is a lawyer, and his legal advice is just invaluable in terms of making contracts when I speak somewhere to protect my intellectual property rights and so forth. Others are uh, involved in high-tech We had a former board member who was a vice president of Comcast and very much committed to the expansion of reasonable faith in the area of the visual media, such as YouTube. And so our board has been really, really helpful um, in helping to direct the ministry, to support us, as well as financially in giving faithfully and generously. Before we leave November and the EPS ETS gathering and the
1: panel that you were on, I'm just curious: uh, is there a visible movement
0: toward theistic evolution? Does it look like in the future? I do think so, Kevin. I, I this is um, promoted by the Biologos Foundation uh, that was founded by um, Francis Collins, and I think that it continues to gather momentum. Every year for the last three years, I've participated in a conference at Trinity Evangelical Divinity School on these concerns relating to creation, the origin of humanity, and things of that sort. And I think that there is a profound move away from creation science and young earth creationism toward views that would be more sympathetic to theistic evolution. So I do think that there is definitely a momentum in that area. We'll be talking
1: about it some in some upcoming podcasts. Very good. Another board meeting
0: just recently. Yes, just after the beginning of the year, our board met for their semi-annual meeting. And it was wonderful to receive from Michael Lapine, our executive director, some of the updates about the ministries of reasonable faith uh, around the world. For example, we have two YouTube channels um, on which we put our videos of debates, interviews, uh, talks, and so forth. Uh, The first of these two channels had 18.8 million minutes of viewing time (laughs) this year. It was up 46%. Mm. The other YouTube channel had 13.3 million minutes of viewing time. It was up 44%. So between the two of these, you've got uh, close to 30 million minutes of viewing time. Um, Our own Reasonable Faith podcast, Kevin, that you and I do, went from 40,000 viewers in January of 2019 to Mm. 168,000. It quadrupled this year. By the end of the year, uh, our high was one month we hit 268,000 listeners that month. That was when we did the uh, uh, Hillsong apostasy Mm. story and Mm the uh, Ben Shapiro story. That month really drew a lot of viewers. Our Reasonable Faith Chapters around the world are really growing. We now have one hundred and fifty seven local reasonable faith chapters all around the world, and especially they're growing in Latin America. They are growing so much in Latin America that we have now hired a uh, a, a person who is uh, fully engaged in supervising the Latin American chapters, and he is a native. Spanish speaker and so able to do all of the application procedures and so forth, communication with the directors in their own native language rather than in English. And so I'm anticipating over the next several years that we're really going to see this Latin American uh, emphasis take off. Our heart's desire to be a real help to the Spanish-speaking and Portuguese speaking churches of Latin America. We want to encourage people to be a subscriber on the YouTube channels. Yes.
1: A lot of people who are listening right now, you subscribe to these channels, but if you haven't had a chance to do that, uh, that would help us. And yes. So go and hit
0: subscribe when you go to that, those video channels. Anything else on the board? Well, the other interesting thing that I did uh, in January was I spent two weeks at Talbot, uh, as I do every year, teaching. And this time, we recorded professionally the entire class, got it all on video, so that now it will be able to be used for online courses at Talbot. Apparently, the momentum in higher education these days is for online courses rather than residential. And so this was the last of the core courses in the philosophy MA program, to be recorded and uh, then made available on video for online classes. So I was really glad to do that. It preserves this course for posterity and I completely updated it um, in preparing for this class so that it would be absolutely current in the issues we discussed. And then while I was out at Talbot, I spent a Saturday with the folks at Reasons to Believe, Hugh Ross's ministry, which is based in Covina, California. And there we had two panel discussions on the historical atom that were extremely stimulating. The first one in the morning featured Joshua Swamidas and his proposed hypothesis for the historical atom. And we had then respondents to Josh, including Andrew Loke, who was Skyped in from Hong Kong, and uh, Ken Keithley from Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Then in the afternoon, Rana of RTB gave a quite different proposal. Uh, Reasons to Believe is revising their theory of the historical Adam to put him earlier in time, around 150,000 years ago rather than merely 40,000 years ago and I think this is commendable. They are following the evidence where it leads rather than trying to shape the evidence to fit their theological conclusion. And so they're weighing this new model, and I was on a panel responding to them, along with Nathan Lentz, who is a secular scientist that's interested in the dialogue between science and theology, uh, and accompanied Josh Swamidas to this conference. And we had a very good conversation, very charitable, open, Evangelicals are really looking for good models of how to understand the historical Adam. There's a a plethora of different proposals out there. And uh, I encouraged uh, the RTB folks to look at putting Adam even further back into the past, Uh, not a mere 150,000, but much earlier than that, based upon the archaeological evidence that we have for distinctively modern human behavior that is hundreds of thousands of years old. So that was a fun time. Fascinating.
1: We're still early in the year, Bill. Anything you're looking forward to? Well, I've
0: got some speaking engagements coming up at uh, different universities. I'll be at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville, uh, and then later at the University of Missouri in uh, Columbia. Uh, Later in the spring, I'll be in Alberta, Canada, where I'll be speaking in Calgary and Edmonton. So I'd encourage folks to uh, have a look at the website calendar and especially if you're in Knoxville or Columbia or Alberta, see if you can come to these events. I'll also be spending a week at Houston Baptist University, as is my custom, teaching uh, a one-week course there. So those are some of the things that are on the docket. Busy as usual, Bill, and and enjoying you, life. You bet. <laughs> and
1: we've got some great podcast topics coming up, so stay close.